0: taken your first step into a larger world. The Force will be with you. Always.
1: Welcome to First Steps, a Star Wars podcast, a journey from the Phantom Menace to the Rise of Skywalker. Now, here are your hosts, Calvin, Andy, and Wyatt.
0: Hello there. Welcome to First Steps, a Star Wars podcast, a chronological journey from the Phantom Menace to the rise of Skywalker. You guessed it, one arc at a time. I am Calvin. I have seen a lot of Star Wars.
1: I'm Wyatt. I think I might have seen all the Star Wars.
0: I think you have too, because I th- there's some Star Wars that I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of the like really old stuff that's not the movies. Oh no, I
2: Ha-ha. haven't seen all the Star oh. Wars. Uh, right, I'm Andy. On. I've seen a not insignificant amount of Star Wars. Including Bad Batch a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. New show, new show, (laughs) same show. (laughs) It's yeah, same show. But they were like, but they were like, we need to, we need to add a little Andy. (laughs) We gotta add a little. We need to make it edgy. It was great. Well,
1: they they added depth of field and appealing to Andy specifically. The animation
2: didn't change like so much, but it did. You know.
1: Well, because they kept the same style, like what they were doing with it became like a little bit different where for season seven of Clone Wars, even though they're like, it's clearly better, they're still mostly aping the style of at that point, a 10 year old cartoon where they've been working. The Lucasfilm animation department's been working on things consistently since the end of original Clone Wars. And then so it was really cool seeing like them firing on all cylinders in the old style like mm-hmm. anytime they put like environmental effects on the screen, like the smoke or anything was like, ooh, these guys, <laughs> these guys are having and fun. They did a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, the the confrontation at the end of Aftermath is the one that I was thinking of where the Crosshairs Imperials smoke the 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 before, landing deck. Before
2: we get too into things, I have a Starbucks drink. So so this drink oh, yes. is for yeah. our new child, for our new little baby uh baby omega o- omega do we call her omega omega
0: <laughs> No she just her she name just is omega. like I'm
2: omega which is so funny to me <laughs>
0: That's cuz she's omega Hunter yeah. Ricka Crosshair Iku. Yeah Kick. <laughs>
2: That yeah. was a very yeah, like she... actually spot on accent Calvin that was pretty good It was
1: in the trailer <laughs> so people have a meme in it <laughs> I remember I remember that from last year it's funny because now yeah. like my oh, yeah, this was a of year stuff... ago
0: this was a year yeah,
1: ago that that trailer came out summer probably. maybe well summer, no because fall, it premiered on may the 4th started. so it was summer ah
0: but a uh, yeah my my a year ago was the bad batch trailer yes because i remember i was going to the carrier dome <laughs> to get a covid test when That's the Bad so Batch crazy. trailer came out it's so
2: <laughs> oh yeah right. Andy right, right.
0: hit us with what is
1: Omega? Well, what is, so what is Hunter buy I, so Omega? So my thing is, I was
2: like, Hunter would not give this child anything with caffeine because that would end in absolute disaster. So we have this drink at Starbucks. Not a lot of people know about it or order it, but it is a blended strawberry lemonade. It's kind of like a smoothie, slushy type thing. And it's very pretty and pink and actually very like delicious. And I was like, I don't, because I don't think he would give her like, a frappuccino you know i don't think he'd be like oh like load her up with whipped cream because again i feel like too much sugar is also something this child should not have so hunter would be like strawberry Mm uh a a blended strawberry lemonade and maybe like a big cup of ice water (laughs) for this little child (laughs) he'd be like you're dehydrated (laughs) so yeah
1: (laughs) yeah you take her you take her off the water planet and yeah so it's Funny to talk about Bad Batch just for me personally, because when the show got announced, I thought it was (laughs) fake until I like clicked through to starwars.com. I did not believe it. And then basically up until the trailer that we're talking about where they showed Omega and she does, she names the whole crew and Calvin did the impression. I was like a sworn hater. Like I was not excited at all. I was cause I, I wasn't the biggest fan of the, uh, original bad batch clone wars episodes and i was like thinking about there's there's so many other sh- like aspects of star wars i would love to see get an animated series and this is mid podcast i guess although it's early so i wasn't really grasping how cool it would be to have a show focused on clones right after order 66 but i was just like it's all dudes it's going to be halo and star wars the dudes in question aren't that interesting I don't want, like, military sci-fi for my animated Star Wars. And uh, then they revealed a small, adorable, blonde child. And as with The Mandalorian, they got me again. These bastards got me again. And now, like, I have great affection for season one of The Bad Batch. I generally think it's fantastic. Uh, The thing
2: that's really weird for me is that I'm so used to... (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm I'm such a mark. They they, they get me every time. They really time. do.
2: But they know they know their audience. They know that we want lightsabers, we want blasters, and we want children.
1: Well, and I should have I should have trusted the I should have trusted the Clone Wars crew. They were always going to make it more interesting than it sounded on
0: paper. And like Omega is endearing. I like she's her so a lot. cute. I'm sad she's that she's so her
2: style. I really liked her floofy hair. And then they were like. Shh yeah andy so like the
1: swept back I, I i'm the other way i like the uh i like the floppy uh lost child lost honestly child like
2: hair. orphan hair <laughs> but she's a clone so she can't really be yeah. an orphan um no i think the really weird thing about this is that i'm so used to watching clone wars and having why it be like yeah i watched this when i was 13 and now it's like why it's like i watched this last year actually that's super weird
1: (laughs) yeah i i just watched this i watched this the the, like all of bad batch in this exact house on the same couch that we watched Mm it on on last weekend like it was yeah this is just current this is as current as star wars as we're gonna watch yeah, for a while, until Kenobi, I guess Kenobi will yeah, be. Yeah,
0: Kenobi will be the. I was, yeah. but then
1: post Kenobi, we kind of go back into the 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 last decades yeah. era of Star the Wars. Nigger,
0: you know, high school and college Wyatt watching stuff.
1: Yeah, well, when when we get to Star Wars Rebels, it's just gonna be me be me complaining about how hard it was to like physically find the series because it was it was right between the cable yeah. era that like was easy to watch TV when we were kids and the streaming era, which mm-hmm. is also easy to watch TV now. Of and it was just, it was, it was weird. But for this, you, you just open up Disney Plus, they promoted it. There you go. I watched Bad Batch.
2: Yeah. yeah
0: I, uh, oh my, wait, no, there, there was, hold on. There, there was just a really great period last summer. Um, yeah. When like I was really into high school musical, musical <laughs> <Okay>. series and <laughs> one of my favorite book series as a kid, The Mysterious Benedict Society, got a Disney Plus adaptation and Loki was coming out that week and. Bad Batch was also coming out like I got four new episodes of stuff a week. That was awesome.
2: It's like how does it feel to and live Well, my I do I dream. do love that they
1: <laughs> I love that they release both with Clone Wars season 7 and with Bad Batch in the sort of like we we we've all chilled out from like 2016 or so when everybody was freaking out about binging and like binging yeah. new series. So I love
0: the return to weekly Star Wars. Yes. Um week week by week is the best way to put television well, like i don't like the dropping way, entire seasons
1: especially once. for the way star wars does its television storytelling and always has it's they it's pretty episodic they're pretty self-contained there and they deploy their cliffhangers well mm-hmm. so you're mostly just chilling watching one a week and then at the end of the season like they'll drop one on you and you will add ag- it'll be agony as you have to wait the week bad batch is going to do it i think based on our setup we're gonna just go right into the next episode but it was a it would it, it was a pretty cool like oh shit what and then have to wait six days
0: yeah well no there's a couple of them. Um... oh yeah they uh, did it on the, the mid-season as well that was way more yeah. annoying because the next episode covers Battle Scars and Reunion, and then the third episode is Bounty Lost, so that's a yep. cliffhanger. Yeah, but then we do get Devil's Deal and the following episode of that in yeah. the same episode that week, too. That'll be and good, then, uh, And then, of course, the finale is in the same week, podcast-wise. Cool.
1: Well, yeah, so let's, let's get into Aftermath. Yeah. Not that
0: one.
2: <laughs> I had a thought, and I don't remember what I was going to say. I feel like so much happens it's
1: yeah aftermath is like so it's there's the whole beginning sequence on collar with order 66 there's the imperial testing phase right there's their mission for saw guerrera and then a a classic star wars get captured so we can escape plan
2: yeah, I'm so we say, can go like let's sort let's go of section
1: by it because it's it's it's
2: that's it's basically that's literally four what four I was going to say. Is it does function like a cluster not like, of episodes. It's mm-hmm. not
1: as fleshed out as four episodes would be, but there's definitely four parts to it.
2: I yeah. think they did Order sixty six in um. a way that I really enjoyed I guess that's like not a I don't know I didn't enjoy it is
0: that the correct
2: word? I think Order 66 (laughs) happened so quick in Revenge of the Sith I mean like we were just watching Jedi go down and I think that
0: Mm
2: -hmm. and we we saw it in Clone Wars as well but it was a weird circumstance they didn't end up killing Ahsoka so it was like uh
1: they didn't kill Ahsoka, and we like yeah. were dealing with Rex as well, where this is just a random clone captain and a Jedi, who we've known for about five minutes, but it was still yeah, like I think well that, done. Yeah, so it yeah. was really
2: well done. It was a really good insight as to like this is what it was like for everybody. Like for all of the Jedi, you know, because they're friends. And I think, you know, they talk about it later on, but they're like, no, like this clone group. Loved their Jedi. They've been with her for years. Like, why would they just turn on her? You know, when they're discussing whatever happened.
1: Well, in Depa Balaba, when the Order gets turned on her, she cuts her captain's blaster out of his hands. Not like does Mm -hmm. not kill him because she's confused. She does not know what's going on. And then she gets overwhelmed. But it's a it's another instance of deliberately not killing that I think is is very like you're that's in, in one way it's it's sort of a, a a specific weakness of the jedi to this plan like yoda survives because he had to yeah. he had to he had to kill some clones like he had to not think about it do a little bit of murder and escape to make sure the jedi were able to survive and some of them are like no no, no wait that friend what are you doing and then that give gives the time for them to get overwhelmed
2: yeah and and i think that chase in the beginning with the padawan was yeah, Caleb. yeah Padawan, Caleb. Caleb with a weird fucking voice. Caleb Doom. <laughs> yes. So
0: I told
1: Andy. I told Andy, who clocked that the voice was weird, that it is. They did not cast a child to play a young Padawan for a specific reason, and I told them that they're not to, allowed yeah. to know what the reason was, okay, or who the voice okay, was. That's
2: fine. So mysterious. It's super weird.
1: <laughs> it is a. But yes. It is a he is played by a man in his 30s doing a doing a little bit of a child voice. My point is that my voice sounded like this at Caleb's age. Like I my voice dropped when I was 12. I had pretty much the voice I have now. Yeah. When I but was but You 14. don't have
2: like a deep man voice. Why? I mean, Caleb sounds like like a adult.
1: Yes. Redacted's voice is deeper Why than do mine. I need to say this. But, Why do we uh, need to
2: behave this way? <laughs> <laughs> secret <laughs> secrets but yeah that was a re- but that was a good sequence i mean obviously they're <laughs> shit i don't know about but
1: but on its own just as taken this is a padawan you are meeting for the first time who yeah. loves the clones they are his bros he's he's got new bros like new strange bros he's made friends with the bad bad suddenly he can't and- trust any of them yeah well and so what i was gonna add to your sort of like this is a great way to experience order 66 is we got the sort of grand yeah. galactic view in the Revenge of the Sith montage. We got the incredibly up-close-and-personal view for a Jedi survivor with Ahsoka. And now we're seeing what it's like to be a clone. But because most clones get switched and they go, they they are, they are turn into Order 66 killing machines, I love that we get to see the Bad Batch experience the chaos of the Order because it only works if everyone does it and they're like, hold on, what the fuck is going on? Who do we shoot? Do we shoot anyone? Can we trust the regs? Can we trust the Jedi? Oh, no, they've killed the Jedi. This, this is what like a the really hell is going on.
2: Comparison. But, you know, in Mulan, when they're like looking over... I think they're, they're like, they just finished singing, like, A Girl Worth Fighting For, and then they look over, and it goes really dark, and you see this, like, city that is terrorized, has been terrorized, and that city is, like, Revenge of the Sith, Order 66, but then it pans to a doll, and that doll, that is this Bad Batch episode (laughs) (laughs) Uh, with Order 66.
1: (laughs) Mulan, that (laughs) That is the the point in Mulan where my sister realized when she was like four years old and we got it on DVD that she was not <laughs> going to enjoy this movie. Um, she gave up after the avalanche because oh. it was too loud and scary. Meanwhile, I was six and I was like, this I is the greatest Mulan. movie I've ever seen.
2: Absolutely.
1: I love Mulan as well, but I, I just it was my parents bought my sister a Disney princess movie and it backfired so spectacularly. Hell and I was just yeah. sitting there like, hell yeah. What? <laughs> hell hell yeah. yeah. Hold
2: on. <laughs> Yeah.
1: But I I mean that's in terms of like the the focusing
2: Like when you narrow like yeah yeah when you narrow the scope the of big. the tragedy it is yeah. easier for us to like process it. And that was my issue with Revenge of the Sith, right? Is it was like, "Oh my god, like so much is happening and I can't process the emotions of this because they haven't given me the time." but like kind of scaling it down focusing on this one troop and this like one jedi and her padawan kind of allows us to feel the tragedy of it. Like that is something that I can sort of understand. And they did a really good job. I think it's exactly yeah. what well, was needed to like really make order 66 like poignant, you know?
1: Yeah. It I love that again uh, Caleb, just a random kid Padawan we met a little bit ago. Yeah. I love that he survives, not the master on purpose. She she sacrifices herself for him, but so it's it's Luminara scared kid and confused relate. clones. <laughs> and I mean, Luminara canonically, I believe, dies on Kashyyyk, and we don't know what happened to Baris Afi. So
0: no, no, we don't know what happened to Luminara oh. right now. Do we not?
1: Okay. In no. in, a, in a deleted scene, she's on Kashyyyk.
0: Yeah, that's in a deleted scene. In the movie, scene. but
1: she's on Kashyyyk in the movie. She she's visible. Um Yes. But we do not see what happens to her cuz actually, I mean, Quinlan Voss in a deleted scene dies on Kashik, but that was long since gone. Do have to once again shout out the animation team. Color oh, yeah. was beautiful. Oh my god,
2: and they really just pop off. They really just pop off. And it's like not for no reason but it's just like you did not have to go this hard all of this well (laughs) for like this forest are you kidding me
1: when we (laughs) yeah and uh i like that crosshair kept shooting him out of trees he just caleb fell out of like three different trees he finally he finally threw crosshair into a tree because our boy went straight to murder
2: yeah so good
1: And it was so it was funny watching Andy react to this in real time because the Bad Batch doesn't is not talking Mm -hmm. about the chips at this point. And so the what the hell is Crosshair doing is like, is his chip kicking in? Is he following the order? Is Is he just just, an asshole? Is he himself? Because he was already kind of a dick. Yeah. I mean, they hit you with a couple. They hit you with good soldiers follow orders, which is the like. Yeah, that's the if you're saying that the chip is kicked in. And so I actually this is a bit of my so a big point of the the contention between Hunter and Crosshair when they're sort of like fighting for leadership of the squad in this episode is that Crosshair never used to care about following orders. And I wish we'd seen that in the Bad Batch Clone Wars episodes because they're not like he's just a dick like he's a dick about clones is what I really remember about him. And Rex tries to beat the shit out of him, but and they're like not regulation, but they're they're on a Republic mission under Republic orders. And I wish we had seen more of Crosshair as like the rebellious one who doesn't listen to Hunter, who doesn't listen to anyone as a transition to. We should have followed orders, Hunter, what the hell are you I doing? Agree.
2: I think it was just like a missed opportunity,
1: although I do love their arguments between in this episode. Uh, Hunter and Crosshair crosshair and hunter we were talking about d baker's crosshair voice uh, so good which is very good and i love his line delivery on when he says every choice you've made since collar has been wrong he always he says wrong a lot and i enjoy that
2: <laughs> a little oh, a was little that Ahsoka
1: scream oh.
2: <laughs> ah. oh the way you yes, just hauled her up
1: <laughs> audio audio medium so nobody else but us <sighs> yeah. can see
0: but excellent oh, she's
2: I lock my cats out of my room because yeah. they're terrible.
0: Oh, yeah. She's being good tonight so she can stay, but I might have to, you know, expel a soldier from the Jedi Order. Oh,
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> too soon.
0: <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um, you hear her purring? I can't.
2: Get her off to the mic. Let's no. get some purr ASMR. Okay. <laughs> That's so sad.
0: Maybe.
1: No. No, She's she poked uh, her nose away from it. Your mic's too
0: good to pick it up. No. Nah. Oh, well. I just so held her sweet. like this the entire time. She looks like She's a she looks like a in meme. My
2: heart. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: Let's see about to the episode. Turn crosshair yeah. arguments. No, so we
1: leave. But so we leave. Collar. Go back to Camino. Have the first of those arguments where Crosshair's like, "You didn't do that murder. You said you did, did you?
2: You didn't do the um, murder.
1: We get Admiral. Oh my Tarkin. god, looking terrible. Um, what's his face? Uh, the prime minister. He is Let aging us- like milk. Prime Minister Lamasu Lama addresses him as Admiral Tarkin.
2: We were talking because the, anyway. there's the the people on Camino, like the weird, the the Kaminons, yeah. And Kaminons, I was like, yeah. "Do you think they were ever lovers?" About two of them, and in yeah, the Nalase way and Lama the Sue. way Wyatt so quick was just like, "No, <laughs> like." You don't know. They might have explored will, each other's I, a nice bodies. Thing, like, I don't know. W- you'll, you'll never know. Go ask George Lucas.
1: I'm going to say Nala Se was too busy. I did appreciate for th- that they animated a new, they animated Tanhui, the Kami- Kaminoan who we meet in Attack of the Clones, yeah. who like shows Obi-Wan around the facility. She's also here. She was never in the Clone Wars series, and I appreciate that uh, she still works for the Prime Minister. Do they not
2: age? Do and,
1: they not
2: uh, die? The aliens. I mean, they don't.
1: <laughs> we've only. I mean, this is only three years later. Too. I guess that's from, valid from, from, to me. I'm we like, saw it's them, been ten or the years first time we saw them. Been. But we get the introduction of the likes, the Imperials, because broadly speaking, this whole series and especially this beginning episode is about the humanity of the clones, as Clone Wars was, and we see that the Empire is already ready yeah. to get rid of them, like they. That, that that it's it's just really underscores that their only purpose was to to order 66 the jedi. They don't they they couldn't they didn't think they could get a conscription force to do that and they needed them mm-hmm. ready made for a war. And now that that's now that they're transitioning essentially to a police force and like the conquering army, they don't need soldiers as good as the clones anymore.
2: Well, yes, but at the same time, I feel like you know a wait. What a waste to just kill them all, which is why they're like, Storm yeah, storing. Troop- well, they're going to use them until they die.
1: Yeah, yeah. They 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 take all the markings off their armor, and uh, yeah, no Republic red anymore yeah. on any of the ships, which is is like that that the last scene of Revenge of the Sith shows us the the Jedi cruisers with their paint stripped off, and it's. It's not great. I do like that the uh, the, the 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 clones whose whose appearance is always a bad omen. The Coruscant guard were on Camino, and Hunter's like, what, the, "What
2: are they doing
1: here?" What are they doing here?
2: Yep, very silly.
1: And then we in these the sequence on Camino, while they still work for the Empire, we meet Omega as just an enigmat- enigmatic, just weird so, child. Like,
2: it it never makes sense, and I I get that that's sort of And I guess now that, like, I know, like, oh, she's a clone and we're going to hopefully learn more about that. But it was just like, what the fuck is this little girl doing here? Why the fuck is there a child? And to be honest, I feel like it shouldn't have been that big of a surprise that she's a clone because it's like, well, why else would they have a random ass like eight year old? And then also, this eight-year-old is such a little asshole. Yeah, well, and, and, and the, the accent. accent. Oh, right, the accent. Yeah, of course. <laughs> because
0: as we've proven, accents are genetic
2: in Star Wars.
1: Well, and and even if they weren't genetic in Star Wars, she's growing up around all the other clones, so she yeah. would have picked it up anyway. Who wants True. to talk like Nala Say
2: She's she's so cute. I love that child. I love that she's like, I'm going to start a food fight. The. <laughs> So yeah, the good. food fight
1: scene is is so goofy. I love, but it ends up like it is still sort of plot relevant because Tarkin's up there being He's, like, these yeah. motherfuckers are undisciplined. Um, I still think it is so funny that they want to convince us that the Bad Batch, who are introduced as the coolest super soldiers ever, get bullied by the regular younger clones like they're in high school. <laughs> Although I do respect them taking that trope to its natural conclusion with the food fight.
2: Well, no, it definitely like isn't very realistic, to be honest, because if a bunch of people like rolled up looking in their goth ass, like punk clothes, I would be (laughs) so in awe of them. And everyone's just like, you're different. Come on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but I do like not like other girls
1: good yeah exactly this is i think we said that in the bad batch episode for clone wars where like this is the Literally. not like the other girl squad <laughs> yeah um to that end they have picked up a small girl she's not to like underscore that either. i do like the character moments in in the food fight though in that like wrecker will always back up anyone and same with Echo. Echo jumps into the fight, even though he's like really exasperated, but he's like, uh, here we go again. Gotta got to knock some he, heads together. Well, Crosshair well, does not eating. want any part of it, is and attempting assume- to eat quietly. Yes. Yeah. And then they fuck up his food. And then he just like breaks a tro- some trooper's ribs by throwing the tray.
2: That was so good. That was such a good moment.
1: <laughs> it's just like, I'm glad that because this is what I was worried about with Bad Batch is that it was going to be so deadly serious that it wasn't going to remember that Star Wars is fun, and instead there was a food fight in the first episode, and it was deadly. Like the the food fight itself was deadly serious. High like it, it was played both for comedy <laughs> and entirely straight.
2: Yeah, Echo ends up in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, a- actually excellent. Actually, like this episode. This episode was so good, and I feel like I'm really excited. We can keep talking about it, but just I want to say I, I'm really excited to see what comes next because now my and, and this kind of sucks, but I feel like my expectations have been set really high with both this episode and the next episode with cut in it. So I feel like,
1: yeah,
2: I don't know. I'm just expecting every single one to be a bop, like every single episode to kind of. Because I, I don't know, there are definitely Clone Wars episodes that I will be skipping on rewatches.
1: Yeah. And not I, I don't think every episode of Bad Batch is a banger, but
0: more often There's than at not, least they're,
2: banger moments. they're
0: enjoyable most of the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like the plot relevant ones are pretty yeah. banger. When
1: they go hard, they go hard, <laughs> which is not, which is true of Clone Wars as well. I think we've sort of reached a standard where like the the quality of television that they're putting out is like higher than it was in early Clone Wars. just sort of their their floor is higher. Mm-hmm. but Very their true. ceiling is also higher. <laughs> I do I talked about this, I think on our last episode where I like appreciate the fives arc from Clone Wars so much yeah. more now that it matters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so we get another connection from that. We get A Z back again, does his same number gag because they wiped his memory. I like that he's like you can wipe his memory as many times as you want, he is still going to trouble be a troublemaker. He he ends up with Omega as like her accomplice in trying to like learn anything that's not the lab.
2: He's also <laughs> just like kind of cute and annoying. I like him. He's silly silly.
1: Yeah. He's a good. Yeah. He is the yeah. good version oh of WAX. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, From the Droid arc, because it's it's not. It's honestly a similar voice that they're doing, and a similar like I am plucky droid, but actually good, and yeah. no strange frog yelling yeah. at him. Not the frog. Actually, am I right? I think the guy who voices the frog also voices Tarkin. Are you sure. I think it's both Steve and Stanton. Let me look that up. Yeah, he does. But yeah,
2: exploring. <laughs> Exploring the chip a little bit more is always like interesting. Yeah, it definitely does make everything that happened with vibes. I mean that 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 was such a like tragedy, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's the so yeah. close and yet so far moment of like the it's the most dramatic irony the show ever does. The Clone Wars did in a show that's sort of full of like, we are nodding ahead to the horrible things yeah. that are going to happen. I honestly, I think Sin. that
2: that moment did, did what Mortis was trying to do a little bit. Do you know what I'm talking about? The there was what like, moment? well, with um I'm talking about Clone Wars now, but with fives. Yeah, it was so excellent that that whole plot. And I feel like it was we just kind of moved on from it. Um, and obviously Order 66 happened. But yeah, the chip's coming back. I know, I know that.
1: Well, so, and, it, and an interesting thing is, is that Five yes. dies before Echo is brought back. So the boys never reunite. But it's interesting to have Bad Batch go on the same journey of discovering the chip so that Echo is essentially unknowingly retracing yeah. his best friend's footsteps and the same disillusionment with uh, the Empire comes out of it. I mean, it was the Republic then, but Fives was essentially fighting the Empire when he because it in that arc, we see the the early building blocks of the Empire, how much the Kaminoans are aligned with that and how much of it is Palpatine. We get his exact uh, take it from the movie speech, which is fun. I, I, I love that we get to see the Empire declared in like. At Republic headquarters, because it's just. It's just a wild thing to have happen. Then the clones all the clones all applaud. I have some slight beef with the extent to which some of Bad Batch portrays the regs as being programmed. Because they're definitely still people under there, even though the chip's activated. But I think it's really funny if one of the chip's like programmed functions was you have to clap at the speech.
2: I I think the the speech is funny too because in like the animation they're all they're all like awkwardly pumping their fists and that was so funny to me (laughs) looking at all their jerky little hands going ah that gave me a giggle while we were watching it
1: yeah so the uh they do that whole cool training sequence which like there's not a whole lot to say about it except it was cool 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 they they fired
2: at them with live rounds which is cool
1: Wrecker gets shot for the first time. So keep <laughs> a counter of how many times Wrecker gets shot. Was it a headshot um, this time? No, he takes two. He takes one to the chest that gets absorbed by his armor. And then later mm-hmm. in the episode, he gets hit in the shoulder. And that one sort of like he gets he gets hurt mm-hmm. and tech has to fix him up. OK, which is funny. I love that tech is sort of the de facto medic. Oh, tech and Echo are the medics, but they're also the computer guys. Very silly.
2: Yeah, but I, I really like that. Tech and Echo, even though they are very similar, they have sort of their own little niche as well. I like them. I don't like tech as much.
1: Yeah, tech as much as he tech as much as he wants to can't (laughs) be a robot in the way that Echo can. (laughs) I, I forgot how much of a dickhead tech is in these episodes. He's just, he's screwing with record. I like, because I remember Crosshair messes with the squad the whole time. He's making snide comments until he gets eviled, but Tech is like tweaking Wrecker about being programmed and j- bragging about being smart the entire I, I time. I loved
2: that moment though during this fight where a uh, Hunter does the hand signals and Wrecker is like, "Oh, what the fuck!" and and um Tech is like, "You should have memorized, like, if you had memorized the hand signals." And he yeah. explains, <laughs> he explains it to Wrecker, and then Wrecker just gives him that big thumbs up uh, to Hunter. That was that was so funny. That. That was so good.
1: Yeah, that they really improved the squad comedy from the the Clone yeah. Wars episodes with Bad Batch because, like, I do genuinely laugh at Wrecker's stuff now because I was also a Wrecker hater. This is it's funny because I'm I'm usually quite positive about Star Wars and I don't like get invested in disliking things about it, but I was a Wrecker hater and it took it took a couple episodes of Bad Batch probably till like mid season for him to win me over during the live broadcast but now it's i'm just like hey it's my, my boy little my dumb boy. stupid boy I
2: yeah i would say the one that i'm not a huge fan of is tech i don't but like hopefully that changes in the future but i love all the others except for crosshair he's a bad guy but i like him because he's a bad guy
1: i well so i was crosshair was found quite compelling mm-hmm. by a lot of the internet i did not find him as compelling on first watch but this episode, watching Aftermath again and getting sort of his perspective before he joined, like really joins the Empire and his conflict with Hunter, I really like, especially since I know where it's going. So like with the benefit of hindsight, I'm really like I'm really up for the crosshair stuff in a way that I wasn't.
2: Well, I have on my
1: first rewatch. I have
2: my own predictions about it. We kind of discussed this when we watched the episodes. Yeah, well, well, what, well what, I what's think, your like, prediction? Having Crosshair be the baddie is good because it's sort of like, how do I explain it? Not like a Zuko situation, but instead of the. Yeah, it's like, almost it's, like a reverse yeah. Zuko
1: where like he has a connection to the crew and is chasing them, but he has the prior connection to the crew and then chases them versus Zuko, where it's like, oh, we our bond is through like detective and thief. Like uh, that we were we were enemies and sort of we had banter yeah. that way and I now we need to be instead friends. Instead of the
2: resolution being a fight where they kill Crosshair or like defeat him in some way, I think the resolution is going to be a fight with Crosshair that and like they that they help him. You know, I think that, you know, a world in which he can sort of they like figure out the shit with the chip, they take it out, they fix him or whatever and he can be with his boys again i think i'm i think that that's kind of we're headed in that realm there's probably someone else another like evil guy as well i mean we obviously have palpatine but um i don't know like big picture where this is going if i'm being honest like i don't know like like i don't think the bad batch can like really ultimately do anything i feel like they're probably just gonna die
1: yeah well so so far this is the star Wars animated series with the least sort of connections to other things. Cause rebels does not tell the same story as the original trilogy, but it will watching it before that will like, you'll be able to point and go, Oh, Hey, that's what that, that, these guys like there's connections where you can tell that some of the stuff we've watched matters in the overall scope of the story. This is an, it's such an interesting time to set a series because the empire is reigning right now. There's no way you can win- They can like win a big picture victory against. Yes, exactly. the Government. So I'm I'm interested on what like what level will the moral victory be at? <laughs> is it just you live, you live to fight another day? Is it you live a quiet life in the outer rim and raise your child together? like what 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 is the end game for the squad and for omega is an interesting question that it it's cool because calvin and i do not know the answer to this calvin has opinions i have less opinions i'm just more curious of where it's gonna go um i
2: love i love to guess i love to guess and make predictions so i'll keep you guys posted
1: (laughs) uh it's it's very fun this is like i mean it's fun listening you do predictions about stuff we when we were like, oh, we know how that's gonna go, and then to, we like, have to do our straight face it, thing, like, and...
2: can't you can't read me. Also, like, <laughs> I mean, like honestly, we did, a, we did a
1: pretty good job lying about cut and run last time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. Sure.
1: <laughs> I wish they hadn't called it cut and run because watching the first ten minutes of it, it's like. There's no indication that they're going to Seleucamide to visit Cutloquay, the deserter. Yeah. They haven't, they don't, even when you land on the planet and Omega's kicking up dirt, you don't really know. So I uh, I wish they hadn't um, called it that.
2: <laughs> what else is there to talk about in this first episode? So we got to, yeah, we saw yeah, Saw so in,
1: in Aftermath. Yeah, so we get Saw that, introduced as like sort that of was good. the original rebel. That was good, I
2: feel like. Rebel. Cool, cool, cool. Um, obviously, one, establishing him as a... You know he's gonna be important later on, um. So there's him. I think it was just cool to see like the terrible side of
1: <laughs> crosshair.
2: Crosshair oh, was gonna gosh, was drop so a funny. grandma. Where he was, like <laughs> we see her in the scope when she's like holding onto a fucking cane, and he's like, "All right, I'm give me the order." Like crosshair, this is an old ass woman. Like if you're gonna take someone out, take out and the fighters. And then so
1: they got surrounded by the yeah. actual fighters. Is the funny bit they argued so much that they got surround. They got the drop on them by Saw's people. <laughs> so it's a fun like little moment that that where they like they surrendered because they wanted to talk, but also they surrendered because they got got. They got, yeah. got. <laughs> I do like Saw's conversation with with Hunter. It just. I think this. There's a lot of good hunt. There's a lot of good hunter stuff in this episode. He's sort of our main. He's our lead guy, and it really is esta- It does a good job of establishing his worldview as not just good yeah, soldier. Yeah, I
2: mean, he's he's definitely like for the people, and I really appreciate that he like. He's for his, but people. but he's for his yeah. people.
1: He's like he's a he's a we protect our own kind of guy, but not in the like kind of bad, uh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 way, like. It's less, it's less close ranks, no accountability and accountability. That's how you say that word. And more, if you're my people, we'll move heaven and earth to protect you.
2: And so, yeah, I think seeing those refugees of the war and really, it gives good perspective as to like where, like what the empire is doing. It's really easy for us to like look at them in Coruscant and be like, they're bad. But also it's, it's kind of silly. You know, when the empire is announced, Padme's like, well there goes the end of democracy and it's just kind of like this like low key throwaway line it wasn't there was no like true devastation behind it and i feel like getting to see this devastation well incredibly heartbreaking really helps it to sink in of like
1: yeah yeah immediate refugee crisis and a relabeling of anyone who criticizes the government right yeah. now as a separatist which is fascinating because that's the lie and and so if if the Bad Batch had sh- had carried out their mission, took out Saw Gerrera's group and returned home successfully, even if they'd asked questions like, hey, when did Saw Gerrera switch sides? I thought he was with us. They would have just lied and given him like, oh, he he turned traitor when the Empire was mm-hmm. declared and something like that. Like, it's a good indication of like that. The Empire is using the old they're using old excuses yeah. to advance new Absolutely. goals. Absolutely. Because, I don't know, what was it, three seasons ago, we were like, oh, yeah, anyone who comes on the screen baddie. that's a Separatist is a bad well, guy.
2: No, but not necessarily, because we... Oh, do you say three seasons ago? Yeah. Well, yeah, but... True, that's true, I true, mean, true. like, true. early
1: Clone Wars, we were just like, Separatists are villains, um, and I like that we've been slowly moving away from that, because even if Saw Gerrera was a Separatist, I think the Bad Batch would have still oh, yeah, hesitated sure. to kill him. Because they were expecting droids. Yeah,
2: and well, it, it also would have, I feel like, been different if this was, like, a group of, like, fighters like even if they weren't droids if they were a group of warriors
1: yeah yeah there were like and then three just, like, guys children
2: with and a grandma like s- certainly not
1: and then so there's the whole the the same thing as most of the camino stuff is like good but there's not a huge amount to discuss because yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the action of the episode i do like that they intentionally got themselves thrown in jail although i don't think they knew omega was going to be there Which is the funny
0: bit. They're like, we don't have to worry about finding Omega. (laughs) Pan over. Small child waving from from actual
1: (laughs) big people jail. I love that they threw her in the brig. Like, whose orders was that? Because Nala Say, as we'll see later, is looking out for her. So I just think that the clones are so stuck in good soldiers follow orders that they're like, hardcore Everyone procedure jail for the, the child prison. yeah if you break a rule you're going in the brig we'll put you through court martial forgetting that she, i don't even think she's in yeah. the army <laughs>
2: yeah she's Naughty in the medical children go division. to jail
1: exactly omega but uh, my favorite omega moment of this episode or its moments is just, when she yeah, mimics yeah. hunter the entire everything he does for like 10 minutes All the hand signals, the way he sits and thinks. It's so at first I was
2: like, oh, like this is just a little bit she's doing, like in the background while this conversation is happening. And then she just kept it going. I mean, they're like mid-escape plan, and he's like turning to explain like a part of the plan or like give orders, and she's still miming him. It's so good. It's really cute because obviously, like it's very clear that while she loves all of them, I believe. You know, Hunter is her dad. Hunter is the one that she's like very close well, and to yeah. and looks up to. Yeah.
1: Hunter's the one she bonds with immediately. She tries to warn him. She can, and because Hunter, I, I think I said Hunter was a signed dad at birth while watching this because Hunter attempts to parent two children yeah. in the premiere episode. Like he tries to be a dad to Caleb and that goes south because of Order 66. And so with that failure in mind, <laughs> oh Ahsoka's getting the way yeated.
2: the way calvin yeah. just grabbed her that was so funny
1: Oh, uh, my sister does the same thing with our cat um but so with the failure with caleb in mind he he tries it again with omega and even though there's a, like a bit of a resistance to like you're you you don't belong with us we're fucking weirdos it's it's a good it's a good it's a good relationship i like i like the the beginning of the hunter omega but honestly like bond. it's silly
2: but i think the copying is it's sweet because it shows that like she her like and she wants to be like hunter you know like she's joking around playing around being silly but also yeah. deep down like she wants to be like him
1: no, they, yeah, she idolizes these guys. It's
2: so cute. I love her so much. Um,
1: And we'll, we'll see some more explanations as to why and like how, how she knows who they are later. So I'm not going to say why she idolizes these guys, but I like that she does. And not any yeah. of the other clones. Like they, she is, she is, she is a weird little fucker and she idolizes the weird large What fuckers.
2: else? What other major plot points should we talk about in this? I think that's right. Uh,
1: they zap He becomes hair. extra evil which is like key. Well, like they kick his chip in full, which is interesting mm-hmm. because he keeps his personality. Um, he's still like, he's still bantering with Hunter, but he's definitely in the thrall of the follow orders thing. And it's an interesting thing to think of as that as the starting place for Imperial crosshair is chip fully kicked in. I do love that when uh, Omega with a gun oh, is such yeah. a funny still image oh, yeah. because it is fully half shot that size. gun.
2: That was very funny.
1: She shoots Crosshair's gun, and I think she was aiming for it. But then she was aiming for murder. She was murder like, "Well, that worked after out." After that, because because <laughs> gets shot, and then Recker gets shot again. So there's she's like, it's again the like, if you're one of my people, I'll defend you. And then Omega gets to see hyperspace, also cute. And yeah. then oh my god, ends. that
2: gun shit was so good. That was so funny. What I'm hoping is that she is a weird clone like they are i mean obviously i would assume if she's coming from Django fett she's
1: yeah they're implying that she's a she's the fifth unaltered clone or a, a fifth yeah experimental um, clone
2: wasn't um, he's because just because he just Echo was just a just rag a who guy. got messed the fuck <laughs> up no so she is obviously altered because she, i'm a i don't know i don't know about her body i'm not gonna assume but at least inter like at least she's a woman. She's a girl.
1: Omega um, is a girl. It was it, people could not tell when the trailer came out because she's just she's wearing the clone tunic. She's got the short hair. And all kids kind of sound like that. But yeah, she is voiced by a woman doing a child voice very well. I think we table the Omega is, is Omega trans discussion until a later episode where tech's going to say a yeah, thing okay. that makes no, 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 that interesting. So, but,
2: but my point is, is that either way, like whether she's trans or not, the fact that she is a woman and the other clones are not already shows that she's been changed in some way. But also something's different. Something's but also, different. So I'm like, wouldn't that be so funny if her her like special thing is she's just also very good at shooting guns. I think that'd be very funny. Um, And I'm not saying like that's what it is, but I would love for her to just replace crosshair and just be a child that shoots guns.
1: (laughs) I still I think they should have taken Sue LaQuain. As the next sharpshooter,
2: sexy, sexy, which is a good segue wife
1: (laughs) into cut and Um, run. Wow. A.K.A. Everything. Weigh Andy in has been this. like for months. For Weigh months, it's been like, "What is the deserter <laughs> doing?" In all of this, Calvin like and I have just been like, like <laughs> so for until this episode, like, so deserter is one of the most important Clone Wars episodes for Rex's character development, but it is also a very, very good standalone. The Rex walks out of Cutlerain's life. You can you never need him to come back in terms of the story. Like the the characters diverge in term in a way that works as an ending so i never expected them to revisit it even when bad batch was like this is probably a a good like this is a good place to check on cut and even when salukami was in the trailer people were still like i don't know but it, it's it's everything no, i think it makes you could perfect ever ask sense, for this.
2: especially because
1: well, once it became yeah. the Dad Batch, it, it makes <laughs> perfect I, sense. But I mean, I think
2: it's great. It's it's really cool that there is a a clone out there who hasn't been living as a clone, and so for all of these, for the Bad Batch, for Rex, and for anyone else who might be sort of fleeing, he is a good sort of point of reference because he's been living sort of on the run yeah. from the Republic yeah. slash now the Empire for a while now for like this entire time.
1: Well, and I like also, so pretty sure if I remember correctly, Rex has never met the bad batch before yeah. the bad batch episodes of clone wars. They're bros after that, but uh, up until then, no, but the bad batch knows cut really and well, they know cuts, kids. And so meaning that they must have met because of how, because of how late in clone wars, bad batch happens. The, those bad batch episodes they must have known him before. So I think it's fun that they somehow know about Cut and Cut, like they probably had heard about Rex and Rex had heard about them. So it's a good, and I do yeah. love that they miss Rex by a day because I don't want us to check in with Rex this early in a show that's not about him. Um, but I love character-wise yeah, that no, that's absolutely. where
2: he went. I, I 100% agree with that. It, it is definitely too early to see Rex. But yeah, I really love that he found Cut it's weird that Ahsoka wasn't there, though. That I find really surprising. That you know, so early on they've split up. That's kind of sad.
0: Yeah, because it's been what four days, five. Well, counting yeah, I mean, hyperspace it, travel,
1: it, and it's unclear really how long they're on Kamino. Yeah. Like, it, I would say it's probably been a week, but if you give, if you give Rex and Ahsoka being a little bit behind, like I, I, I it's probably only been days they she's not mentioned so and i think it does make sense for them to have split up as they're like figuring out what the hell to do a jedi and a clone being caught together would be a bad yeah, and we'll definitely like the Mm -hmm.
2: kids would have mentioned ahsoka too you know what i mean i can't imagine that if they showed up yeah yeah like there was a cool orange lady
1: (laughs) yeah like or cut would have been like rex rex was here brought his brought his friend saved her from the saved her from the order And the answer so we get the answer to what like the order 66 has to be verbally triggered because nothing happened to cut, which I do like it would have been too tragic to have it automatically kick in and like ruin his family as he gets reset to factory default animation thing. I love they gave cut a dad bod animation thing i hate are so crazy
2: um i'm kind of obsessed with it i thought that that was such a like weird take (laughs) especially because his wife just stayed super hot and i was like uh girl
1: i love that the easiest way you can tell we're not in 2009 anymore is they put a shirt on sue laquane yeah gotta love it and the easy explanation is it was summer when rex was there it is fall now. Like the seasons change, seasonal clothing. Like you can, you can manufacture a a sensible reason for her to be wearing that. But it's just also yeah. times have changed don't a little bit.
2: Objectify women as, as easily. Well, and, and they kept they kept her character.
1: She's she's a really good mom. She's so and cool. a Crack shot.
2: She's so cool. I hope I hope we go back. I hope we see him again.
1: We we were so Omega. This is also oh, a fantastic yeah. Omega episode. Um. Where like,
2: because she's out really dirt. cute in the
1: first one. But this is where I was. Yeah, the, the dirt scene is honestly, I think, top, top three for me in the entire series. That's when I was like, OK, this is so cute. They like that, that those moments of getting off planet for the first time in Star Wars, which is a big theme like that will be expressed a, a little bit more in some of the later stuff. But Anakin wanted to f- see the stars when he was a kid. Kid, a lot of the kids in Star Wars want to fly and explore the galaxy. And Omega has no knowledge on anything aside from Kaminoan science. She doesn't know how to play catch. I, it's, it's such a good. I love that they put I, lo, I, I love that they put yeah. Omega immediately with other kids. This was such a good follow up for cut being a foil to the Bad Batch, but also Omega meeting other kids in the real world. It's just, this is, this is one of my favorite, this, this two, one, two punch at the beginning of the series yeah, is absolutely. really, really good. I, I, it's, it's just so well done on so many levels and, and such a, a callback to anyone who cares about clones really for the, one of the best episodes about clones. Who the hell has heard of Cut Laquane? It's a reward to the Clone Wars fans really as Bad Batch is. It but, was for me.
2: It was for and me. And then there's that's, some. It is. Yeah. I'm truly like, that was my special episode.
1: Yeah. This and.
2: It was good. It was. And like, like there's, there's other stuff about it that's, that's good it was and great. interesting. Like, you know, talking about like, oh, the new empire credits and the codes and all of that shit. And like, dope. Like, I love it. And I'm sh- the sure that's like world building that will be important later. And like, yes, all of it's so good. But just like all of the amazing scenes. Like, like, I almost called her Ahsoka. Um, Omega, like, her, she, she went to get the ball, right? Like, the ball sort of, like, went behind the fence. They were like, yeah. no, 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 just leave it. And then she runs out to get it, gets attacked. And them all just, like, rushing to go save her. Excellent. Excellent moment.
1: Yeah. The Bad Batch bomb rushes to save her. I Well, and I love that, like, the contrast between new dad hunter and experienced dad cut. When Hunter's like, the fuck are you doing? Like he's yelling at one of his soldiers for doing something stupid. And Cut is like,
2: yeah, you need a hug.
1: Here's a hug. You didn't do anything wrong. Like we we helped you out. I I love the parenting conversations between uh, Sue, Cut and Hunter. They both get one for him, even as he's like, I don't think I can do this. Could you please take my child? I'm not cut out for this. I do also love the uh, the 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 B plot of Echo and Tech's buddy cop stupid being ass plan on the ship. To, to get the chain codes. But like, I love that Tech is like, well, of course, the easiest way to get in is to have them arrest us and steal our ship. And then he doesn't he tells <laughs> he's Hunter already done it after he's like already done it. Like he's he's called the cops to come pick up the abandoned ship so that when he call, tell, calls Hunter to tell him what he's doing, Hunter can't say no don't do that because the ship See, is already the thing, being is that tech ported super away smart and
2: he knows he knew
1: well and Tech was right they 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 pulled off the plan and what they did is they got yeah. the Lequains off world which was the important bit mm-hmm. they could always shoot their way out
2: oh my God and um that that clone like the they were like scanning their cards and then the clone the clone that, was that, was that like, clocks you him at the very like, end like, like, oh I I was sweating I was sweating <laughs>
1: yeah it's really stressful that clone in the like clone bar on what on the ship is going to be like dude you're not i swear to god i saw a clone today but he was a farmer and the other you clones are, are, are gonna be like you're full of
2: shit um yeah it was very goopy it is actually just dad. jango fett yeah is he dead I, like, literally can't remember. Yeah, he right, got beheaded. Right, right. He got beheaded and in we, Attack of the like, Clones. I was, like, I Famously was like,
1: decapitated.
2: There was a... <laughs> like, no. You love
1: Boba Fett, I Andy. And There's a whole thing I remember being, like, because Boba about grabs
2: that. the helmet, and I remember being, like, is the head still in there? And I was, like, no, no. yeah, we talked fun about fact, it. No, fun fact.
1: You can see it fly out yeah. in, in the, like, shadows of the shot when when Mace Windu cuts his head off, his Can't head goes imagine? one way, no, his so helmet me. goes Everyone the other
2: is popping off. That's so funny to me. I totally forgot. Yeah. I'm tired guys. Don't at me. I don't think about, I don't, I don't think about Django. Fett yeah, that's
1: good. No, he, he's an interesting character who honestly, I think deserves a little bit more time in storytelling, but he doesn't get it. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of s- stories in the 10 years between Phantom Menace and attack of the clones. Like there is in the yeah. Clone Wars and Imperial eras. Um, but yeah, so that is the beginning of Bad Batch. Did we
2: miss anything? Was there anything else we like needed to and talk about? And Wrecker oh has a poncho. God. The costumes, yeah. the outfit, like truly great. Hot take is What is L-
0: with Reck- Star Wars and ponchos?
1: Wrecker looks better in his poncho than Hunter does in his farmer I, outfit. Yeah, That's that my is hot take very
2: controversial, but you're not wrong. <laughs>
1: god the it is funny the amount of people calling hunter a dilf on the internet while this show I is going hunter. on very I very silly hunter
2: i was saying that i've not i've i've always been like i want to cosplay one of the clones but i don't know which one you got yeah, the I hair can. now i do have the hair i feel like he's just so cool and their armor is so like that's the thing right it's like clone armor is okay but their armor is so like extra so yeah i love it I can't wait. I can't wait for more. What's what's next? Give me more. (laughs) Kevin. Feed it to me.
0: Next week on First Steps, a Star Wars podcast, we are going to watch Bad Batch season one, episodes three, four and five, Replacements, Cornered and Rampage
2: very sexy of us very cool yeah. thank you so much for listening um yeah this has been great our yeah. this is our podcast swag
0: may the force be with you thank you guys for listening to first steps a Star Wars podcast you can find us on Facebook at first steps a Star Wars podcast on Twitter at first steps SW and on Instagram at first step Star Wars you can find stream us on any of the major podcast handles and you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Thanks a lot.